Hi, welcome to Chat with Sunlight. Like Sunlight's curriculum offerings, we will explore homeschooling through the lens of a literature-based, Christ-centered education. Join us for everything you might be interested in, for organizing your homeschool, connecting with others, and details on literature-based learning, and maybe a few sneak peeks. Hi, welcome to Chat with Sunlight. I am here this week with Barb from one of our Sunlight Advisors. I have known Barb for many years, and you may have talked to Barb on the phone when you called in, but I've invited her this week to join us just to give us give us some advice. Be an advisor. Tell us her Sunlight story. Barb, introduce yourself. Okay. Great. So my name is Barbara, um, or Barb. Um, I have uh, been an advisor uh, for Sunlight um, most of my adult life now, I would say. <laughs> but um, I think, so I, I'll just go backwards here. So I started with Sunlight, uh, using Sunlight in 1995 uh, with my two sons. My youngest was a baby and my oldest um, was in kindergarten. I just happened to have found Sunlight um, by the grace of God at a convention. I wasn't planning on homeschooling, um, but we just um, fell upon that. And I can dive more into that if you're interested. But um, I started working for Sunlight, I believe it was in 2001. So 23 years ago, um, I didn't start off as an advisor. I was actually a forum moderator back in the day when CompuServe was a thing. <laughs> so I, I moderated. Back when we did forums. <laughs> yes. Yep. You remember that. So, um, yeah, so I moderated the curriculum forum, but it's for a number of years, long time. Um, and then I did some conventions as a assistant, as a helper uh, with my good friend, Sandy. And then um, I became an advisor more in the summer uh, for a couple of years. And then I want to say maybe, gosh, I don't know, it's been like 20 years now. I've been an advisor about 20 years. So it's been a while. Yeah. I was going to say, you've been an advisor as long as I've known you. Um, but I started in 99, 2000, right at that Actually, I think I bought a 99 so I could start in January of 2000. Yeah. So I'm yeah. right there. It's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. My husband and I both did all the Y2K and yes, we're okay. computers and kids at home because there's going to be no electricity. Yeah. So you homeschooled two boys. Mm -hmm. You've used advisors. You've worked conventions. So over your years, all right, let's, let's talk about being an advisor. And then I want to come back and I want you to tell me some of the fun things. Okay. What exactly does, if I was to call into Sunlight and I get in a Sunlight advisor, what do you, obviously you advise, but what does an advisor do for me? Yeah, so we do a couple things. Um, so if you were to call um, and you've never homeschooled before and you're interested in using Sunlight, we would help you choose the best programs for your family. We talk about placement tests. We talk about what you want to, you know, what you want to order. Um, so we help you choose the best programs to meet your family's needs. That's one thing we do. The other thing that we do is once you've actually ordered from us, we help you along the journey. So any questions that you have, something maybe not clear in the instructor's guide or you need some teaching tips um, that are not in the guide or you're struggling, your student is struggling with something or other, you know, um, we will gladly, you know, assist with that, give you some ideas of what we might've done. Um, so we do that. Um, basically, we offer a lot of encouragement, and all and all customers that have ordered, they they can chat, call, email us all year long. Um, that's part of the that's part of the Sunlight Cares. Um, and then we also we also pray with our customers. Um, I had one just actually just a few minutes ago that was really her her son is really struggling. So um, so we pray with them. 
um, and and well, sunlight, you know, as a company, we pay for them also um, daily. So, so yeah, that's basically what we do. So helping, uh, so choosing, support, using, and prayer. You know, that's what we what we do. All right, I know that I've called in, even just just say, hey, I need advice. I'm doing. I mean, years of being on the convention floor. Even every once in a while, you look at something and you're like. I don't know what I need exactly what to do. And I can tell you what to do, but I can looked at my own cart sometimes and said, I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah. I, think I, oh. I didn't get you. I think I called in and I got Deb and she's like, John, why are you calling me? Yes. Oh, I want to add one more thing. And a big thing actually is we also check customer uh, carts. So if you are ordering and you, and we, you know, we even check cards from customers that have used sunlight for a long time, like you said, because, you know, things change and you just want to be sure so you don't have to make another order. So we uh, we are able to review the shopping carts, um, you know, on our end. Um, and you can email us your cart right from the shopping cart and we can um, do it via email. You can call in and we can view it that way. So, so yeah, that's, that's a real um, uh, powerful tool that a lot of customers appreciate because they can make sure that they've got everything before they place their order. I was gonna say it's kind of like the you guys are the white glove treatment for all of our users you are the ones that make us all happy you you do all that work for us yes yeah. and yep. it, me working on the convention floor is just like a little snippet taste of being what an advisor is i mean and we have talked with people cried with people prayed with people tell them that yes they need to actually buy the curriculum to use the curriculum you know that kind of yep. stuff yeah, yeah. It's exciting when we get to um we, we all all of us have some customers that, that chat with us every year. You know, they want to talk to us specifically and we know them. So sometimes there's some relations just built that way, you know. Um, but yeah, so that's that's basically what we do. I love it. I love it. Um so what is what is your your personal favorite thinking back, what has been one of your one of your favorite personal times as being an advisor? I would say if I've done it for so long. I, I just can't imagine doing another job. I used to be out in the corporate world, you know, and then I started working with Sunlight. Um, I I just love encouraging homeschoolers. You know, they they come and they they tell us stories, you know, about where their kids have been, uh, especially with the pandemic, how behind they might be. Um, maybe they've used something else. Maybe they're in public or private schools. So so we, I just like encouraging them that there's another way. That's not hopeless, you know, that they've got plenty of time. Usually, you know, they've got years until they need to get them where they need to be in 12th grade. But just to encourage them um, to homeschool, number one, but also along the way, just to kind of hold their hand, be their cheerleader, you know, that sort of thing. I just I just love it. I've used them like personally from K to 12 for both my kids. Um, I know the product pretty good, so I can um, help them with most everything except for some of the new stuff, which I do order. You know, I have the, the new K, you know, and the J and the 500. So, um, so yeah, so it's, um, I just love my job, bottom line. Um, all right. So if I remember right, and I, our audience has no clue anything about your family or anything, but I know that you're, all of you are all in on homeschooling. Can you tell us some about like your family being homeschool positive? Sure. So um, I'll go back and, and tell you how I found sunlight. So that's okay. like, we start, we start with that. Um, so I wasn't planning on homeschooling. You know, I was out in the corporate world. I thought I was going to work forever and a day. And then um, my oldest was in daycare while I was working. 
when I had my second son, the daycare was like, I realized how much time that they were spending with them and I wasn't. Um, so I quit my job. Um, I did work part, part time, um, working for another company doing stuff remote uh, back in, you know, 1993, 94. Um, so, uh, the, the school that my oldest was supposed to go to, the Christian school, the private Christian school that he had been in daycare, they had a, a school shut down like a couple weeks, you know, or actually it was a couple months before he was supposed to start. So I was like, oh no, like what now? So I went to different public schools and private schools where we lived and like nothing sat with me. I just had this almost nauseous feeling in my, in my gut that it just wasn't right. Um, so my sister who lived in Houston at the time, She's like, hey, you know, I'm going, and it was a couple weeks later. She's like, I'm going to a convention in Arlington with some friends that homeschool their, their family. Do you want to meet me for lunch? I was like, sure. You know, so I went, drove up there. Um, I just was walking around. I was like, what is this world that I've stumbled upon? And this was back in the 90s. And there, it was pretty large then. It wasn't mega like it is now, but it was, you know, all the big box. And then sunlight was there. And I'll never forget. It was a, a guy sitting like at a six foot table. He was reading a catalog. He wasn't even interested in really saying much to me. All the books were there and the, and the teacher's manual, I think is what they called it at the time. So I took all the catalogs home and I was like, you know what? Talked to my husband. I was like, I think we want to homeschool. You know, I only knew one homeschooler. Uh, she was a file clerk um, for me when I worked in Florida. That's the only homeschooler I ever knew. I said, like, you know what? I'm going to give this a try. So um, what attracted me was the instructor's guide because everything was laid out. I wasn't teacher and the books my I didn't grow up in a Christian home and I didn't grow up um, with books in the house so that really intrigued me because my mother-in-law had uh, for my oldest for the baby shower she gave me a set of the um which got me started on my journey uh, to becoming a Christian um the precious moments bible story books remember those yeah. I, I used to read those to my baby oldest um when he was a baby so I really was interested in reading um so that's got me started on sunlight. And then we just went, um, let's do the A at the time, you know, that's second grade, first grade, second grade. And we just did that and we, everything worked. So we just ordered the next thing. Um, so yeah, so we are, my husband and I are um, very active with homeschool. My husband actually works for Texas Homeschool Coalition. Um, he's there. Um, he's, I don't know, he's director of something over there. So he, so he's yeah, in homeschooling there. Um, however, my two sons, I don't know if they actually will homeschool. Um, I've got two granddaughters, um, three and five, um, and I don't, they're not homeschool right now. And my youngest doesn't have any kids right now. Um, so I don't know what their journey will be like. Um, you know, I, I just, I pray for their decisions. Well, it's their decision. So we don't really, um, you know, we don't really talk about it. <laughs> so, um, so it's not something I don't, I don't really know if, if they will or not. Well, their journey might be a lot like yours. They might go in the corporate world and seek that and realize, oh, I'm missing out on a lot with my kids. And there's yeah. nothing wrong. I think in a way, that's a good thing. They get yeah. to see both sides of it and they know what they yes. want instead of yeah. just assuming, well, mom did it. I have to do it. Yeah, but, no. And I would never want that. I mean, they need to decide on their own, you know, but they, yeah. I mean, the opportunities my kids were able to do while they were being homeschooled, you know, they um, had their own business, you know, they were able to sleep late. <laughs> they were able to do stuff in the summer or whatever. I didn't care if they were in high school. I didn't care if they slept for 10 you know, so, so yeah, so it's, um, it's their journey. So they have to, you know, decide. My oldest daughter, yeah. the only one with the, um, with our grandbaby. And she talks about, she also lives in Texas. 
but she talks about a hybrid school and I'm just like, no, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, homeschool three days. I just, (laughs) yep. What has been one of the more difficult parts of being an advisor? And then also, I remember you've done more besides just being on the sales floor and monitoring and advising. You've done some other things for Sunlight, too. I want to hear about that. Okay. Yeah. So some of the difficult things, um, I think for me, it's like if we're when we get busy, right, and this is a busy time, and we've got customers that that we really want to talk to and that really need our attention. Um, and we're so busy, you know, that I know I can see how many people are on hold, you know, and know that they're on hold. Sometimes I feel like I need to rush, you know, through the call, but I don't want to do that because I want to listen carefully and and really be attentive to what they're needing because every family is so different, you know. Um, I think that's probably the hardest part. That, um, But other than that, like, there isn't really anything because I just love my job. Like I literally just love my job so much. I just, you know, I, I work and then I turn my computer off and then I do about, you know, tending to my chickens in my garden. <laughs> so, so yeah, so it's not really, I don't know. There isn't really, you know, and the team, the advisor team, we get along so well. So, and we, we've worked together for a very long time. You know, I think with the four of us, the four, um, the ones that work here around, I think we have probably over a hundred years of experience using sunlight. So so yeah, so we, it's just fun. It really is just fun. There's no other way to say it. <laughs> Second time I've heard that phrase in our newbies live this past week, that was the comment made about all the mentors that there's well over a hundred years of experience. Oh, like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Yes. Uh, yeah. I'm 24 of them. So let's see here. Yes. So, right. So I was like 26 of them. So, um, so some of the projects I've done, um, I helped uh, author, well, I rewrote or re-edited um, the college and career planning kit that Sunlight sells. Uh, that's a, a, a tool that, um, and I added a lot of uh, personal experience that we did with our boys um, into that. So it's a, it's a guide. Um, it's got two books. Uh, Finding the Career That Fits You is the first book. And students use that book to really uh, find out what their passions are, their interests, their talents to, you know, this is guiding them towards, you know, college, trade school, career, whatever. Um, so they do that for about a year, like ninth grade or so. Um, the second book is the, uh, I forgot the title, College Admissions and Something <laughs> Scholarship is what it is, I think it is. Yeah. And they use that for the rest of the of the three years. And it really guides them through the high school years for the parent and the student for, um, uh, you know, dual credit or SATs, ACTs, transcripts college visits. And so they have a little to do. They have action steps that they need to do and they mark it off. Um, they put the date that they completed it. I always recommend that the parent look at it, you know, to make sure that they're actually doing it. And they, and also read that second book with them because it helps the parents understand what's going on because the parents have some a part in it too. Um, and then at the very end, that can be used as a, um, as an elective on the transcript for college and career planning. So, so there's that. I worked on that for a bit. Um, Someone else started it and I just kind of changed it up and updated it several years ago. And then I also helped um, the um, pronunciation for the Spanish book that we used to carry. Um, I think that's out of print now. So we don't think we use that one anymore. So I did that. Um, this last year, I was able to serve on the scholarship committee, which was super exciting. <laughs> I love that. That was so, oh my gosh, it was so, it was like a shot in the arm. 
in a way, um, because I was able to to see like all these kids, and there were so many, you know, on, on their journey and what they've accomplished and their and their goals and their mission, you know, mission mindedness. And it was just so exciting. Like that was that was like really fun. And then I've done some other little things like help with some updates on mapping and and sort of we um you know I mean a unit say together once, you know, they help with the what they use at the conventions right. on the convention right. floor. Yeah. But I think that's it that I can remember right now. <laughs> The only one I knew for sure was the college career scholar, you know, that package. I saw your name on one of the books just this past weekend. I'm like, oh, that's right. I need to I acknowledge that you did that. Acknowledge that you did it. And I know yeah. that you did the scholarship. I remember you talking about that in a previous yeah. conversation. So, yeah, that always interests me. I always like to see and read the blogs when we have the scholarship winners, see who's applying yes. and who the yeah. one. Yeah, it's tough. It's it, it, it's a tough decision. It's so yeah. tough. <laughs> but, but they they inspire. I mean, like, I my kids are done, but they inspire me to want to do more for kids and help them know more. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. As a matter of fact, um, because I was doing that, so I used to teach worldviews um, that Sunlight used to carry. Uh, Summit Ministries understand the times. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. was teaching that at a co-op, and I quit teaching uh, in when my sons got married in 2017. Um, I quit teaching just because there's new, you know, I've got two new daughter-in-laws now and possible grandkids. So I didn't want to spend time working full-time and teaching, you know, so I quit um, uh, for that reason. But um, this past December, um, somebody, uh, they called me back. They said, are you able to teach those classes again? We need someone that's going to like really solid, that's going to teach them. I was like, you know what? I've got some time now. I was like, uh, yeah, so I'm going to go back to teaching worldview. So yeah, it's, it's, because I, I have a heart for youth, you know, regardless if it's under homeschooling umbrella or um, just kids in general. Yeah. Yeah. Because they are our future, whether we like it or not, they're going to be the ones that, you know, start running our, all the show. So, yeah. Right. Exactly. Train them up. Oh, wait, I've heard that before. Yeah. We're t- <laughs> right. Yep. So Barb, is there something that if you could tell a, a homeschool mom, whether she be new or old, if there was something you could tell her that you knew or that you learned later in life that you wish you had known, you know, if I had only known type thought. What yeah. Is- so there's a couple things. Um, so the first thing I remember is, so I'm like being out in the, you know, the corporate world all these years, I was, I always had like a sense of wanting to accomplish things, checking them off, getting it done, sense of accomplishment. So when I first started uh, with the instructor guide situation, it was about checking off the box and getting done whatever was scheduled there. So that's what I did. Got to do it. Got to do it. It was just like a, it wasn't, it was still fun because it's still kindergarten, but I always felt like I had to do it, you know? And then it was like this, if I didn't do it, it's like this feeling of being behind and that's an awful feeling. So it took me a couple of years to realize, and I don't know how I found this out, but um that sunlight doesn't expect you to do everything in the instructor's guide. It's just a guide, you know, tweak things, modify, edit, leave off, wait for summer, you know, do the books and weekends and don't do some. Um, so that's one thing. So I felt a little bit more relaxed about it, that it was more about the learning and spending time than it was about checking off the box. So that's probably the first thing I wish someone had. Um, the other is, so the younger years are like tons of fun, right? With the younger ones, little kids. And it's, it's, it's exhausting. 
<laughs> you know, it's a very exhausting. Um, but I have to say that I, and I, the reason I say that, because I've talked to a few people today that are in, in embarking on homeschooling at the high school level. And one lady in particular I talked to today, she was very, very nervous about it um, for her ninth grader. But honestly, like, in my opinion, like the high school years were like the best years, you know, for, for us, um, because I was able to, I was kind of hands-off, you know, I could, they, they were more independent, but I was able to watch them, you know, flourish into the young men that they would eventually become, make mistakes, you know, learn from their mistakes, learn their time management, you know, all those kind of things. And, and not only that, but the discussions that we were able to have, you know, sunlight is so good about that, like prompting really good discussions about everything and almost anything, you know, um, so that was just um, the treasure time that, and I, and, and me, myself, I didn't really, um, at the time, didn't, um, I didn't, wasn't anxious about high school, I think, because I just used, it was just like the next thing. But for customers that are starting now with the high school levels, you know, it's just, um, it's a little bit more, you know, maybe a scary, you know, route that they think they're going on, but it's so, um, it's so precious, you know, because you're still, you're still focusing on building relationship, you know, and that was one of the things that we were doing uh, with them. Um, I would say that, and um, just to um, to really just treasure the time, you know, whether it's in the young years when it's hard, you know, or the, or at, at the high school level, just treasure the time that you have with them because they're going to be gone in a heartbeat. Like I literally cannot believe, you know, it's been this many years that I started with kindergarten with him, with my oldest and my youngest um, later, but um you know, you, you kind of miss those after a while. You're like, oh my gosh, like, you know, that. So just treasure the time, the good and the bad, you know? And then the last thing I would say is that make time for yourself. You know, my husband was so good about that. He was in the restaurant business and he worked a lot of hours. Like I did most of the things, everything at home. You know, my, he was not really, he worked like 80 hours a week being in the restaurant as a general manager. Um, but he was so good about letting me at least once a month, you know, to go be gone the entire day. I would have lunch with my friends or make an appointment. My doctors were way in North Dallas, at least an hour away. So I was like, oh, I got to go about eight. Don't be back to like after the kids are in bed. So, you know, make time, you know, to go to the library or just go have coffee with yourself or just go hang out at the, you know, at, you know, at the park. Um, but it's important for moms to, you know, and get together with other moms um, just to get refreshed, you know, bounce ideas off and just to get away because everybody needs that. So I would. Maybe that's that's some of the stuff I learned. I think that connections with other moms is key in keeping you motivated. If nothing else, you guys both might be in the same boat going forward, but you know, you guys can keep rowing for each other when the other one doesn't. Or you know, I I like to give the analogy of the um, you know geese flying in a V. The ones in the back do the honking to keep the one in front going, and they have to rotate yeah. periodically and let the one other one be up in front. The honker has to yeah. go up front, yeah, because so, they get tired. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, if you get tired of honking your mouth and flapping your wings, <laughs> go to the front. You don't have to talk to anybody. <laughs> That's right. Just go right yeah. ahead. Yeah, and, and you're and back on the high school kids. You're right. Like high school did not intimidate me, and just like you. I love the discussions. They were meaningful, meaty discussions I had. And sometimes they went awry and we went off the rails and it was hilarious. And sometimes it got really deep. But my kids and I just really enjoyed that conversations. And when it went off the rails and it got hilarious, they still bring it up. Um, 
Yep. <laughs> but that's good memories, right? It's good memories that you've made. Yep. <laughs> that's always good. Barb, yep. I love that you you are an advisor. I mean, to me, you are you and the team, all four of you, you are the advisors. You are the face of sunlight. You are the ones that we call when we need help. And like I said, it doesn't matter if you are brand new or if you have homeschooled for 20 years, they're there to just like, oh yeah, do you need me to check your cart? Can I pray mm -hmm. for you? You know, no, I wouldn't do that. I did this because you bring to the table a lot of experience and maybe not your experience, but you have also talked with moms that have gone through it and you can pull from their experience to add into what you advise. So, yep, absolutely. Sometimes, um, you know, I'll tell them like, they'll ask me like how I did my day or whatever, because I was using two full programs with my kids because they're, you know, five years apart. Um, so I'll give them some tips on what we did. Um, just some, even like how to organize their instructor guides once they get it, just to call us, like we'll give them some tips on that because it can be kind of overwhelming, you know, with all those pieces of paper in there and that big binder. And um, so they so they do that. But I also encourage them to, to call and not only talk to me, but also talk to the other advisors because they have some different ideas and, and experiences that I've not done. So just kind of, you know, talk to all of them, um, all of us, so that they get some different perspectives and, and ideas. So, yeah. Yeah, I hope. Little by little, I hope to get all of you advisors in on the podcast. I can't get all of you on this month because, um, like you said, it's a very busy month and it took a lot of finagling to get your time yeah, on the yeah. podcast, but that's okay. Yeah. We'll work it out. We're going to get them. We're going to get them all. Good. So good, thank good. you for joining me today. Is there anything you would like to say before we sign off today? I don't think so. I think we've covered... We've covered a lot. So no. And if anybody has any questions on all this, just give us a call. <laughs> I'll yep. put the link for the advisors in the notes of the podcast. Um, and they are, they are wonderfully there and you guys can chat with them or you can call them, um, send in an email. And, um, and if they don't have the answer, they have a plethora of people to ask for an answer for you. Yep. Yep. And we will find the answer and get back with them. Yeah. As I may not be on that exact phone call, but I know you guys get back to everybody. Yeah, we do. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for joining us today. Do you have an idea for a podcast topic or do you want to chat with Sunlight on an upcoming episode? Email us at connections at sunlight.com.